We're in the middle of the Maimer. We just finished explaining that ultimate, complete, and absolute victory within the person's nefesh is when the person gets in touch with and reveals their Yechidah Sheba Nefesh. Their Yechidah Sheba Nefesh is one with Hashem and it cannot be detached. A Yid Nishter will or Nishter Ken Zayn Abkirisim von Gatlichkeit cannot be detached and therefore there's an absolute victory. We said that that also has an effect on the Nefesh Abahamis that the enemy, so to speak, becomes a friend. The Nefesh Abahamis and its coarseness, its chumrius, is touched and affected very deeply when it encounters the Yechida. We then explained why Hanukkah is number eight, because the Yechida, which caused the victory in Hanukkah, is the number eight within the person, that which is above the Hishtalshalos of the person, those parts of the person that are interlinked and reflect one another, which are the Ishtashlos within the person, the Yechida is above that. And we explained that although in the Beis HaMikdash there were seven, that's because the Beis HaMikdash was the holiest of Ishtashlos. It's like where Ishtashlos begins, where everything is perfect. That's the Beis HaMikdash. That's Kiner. As we explained, Kiner is Chaf Vav Neir which means Yud Kei which is the Gematria Chavav, Neir shines. In other words, Ishtashlos is in its most perfect state. Yud Kei is Ishtashlos. And eight, which is higher than Ishtashlos, the Kiner of Mashiach, and Hanukkah, that is higher than Ishtashlos. V'zehu, we're in the middle of Siv, Zayin. So again, we're in the middle of explaining why even though Hanukkah commemorates the lighting of the Menorah in the Beis HaMikdash, still there are differences. So we spoke about why the number 8 as opposed to 7. Now we're speaking about the timing of the lighting. In the Beis HaMikdash, they lit the Menorah when it was still day. And Hanukkah we light at night. We light when the sun sets. Because it's specifically that which is above the Ishtashlos within the person that we can really battle darkness. Not only isn't the darkness stronger than this light, obviously. It's deeper, and that is that darkness itself is transformed into light by the Yechidah. Similar to what we said before, that when the Yechidah is exposed, even the Nefesh Bahamas, the enemy, the darkness, is affected and transformed. Gemara tells us that the Zman of lighting Hanukkah, nearest Hanukkah, is until... Which means there are no more people walking in the marketplace. And the Gemara explains the feet of the people of Tarmudai, which were the people that would sell wood for fireplaces, firewood. And when they already left the Shuk, that meant that everybody's out of the Shuk. And that's when you have to stop 
and you are not allowed to light the menorah. Says the Rebbe, based on what it says in Chassidus, Tarmudoi heimam mered b'malchus shemayim. Tarmudoi sees meredes. Tarmudoi on a deeper level means those that rebel and go against Hashem. Meloshin mered b'malchus. They go against the ultimate king kingship. The heimis akvim b'shok. And they stay in the marketplace. Bechinas Rishus Rabim turi the pruda. Shok is the Rishus Rabim, the public domain. Public domain is that domain where Hashem doesn't dominate. Rishus Hayachid is where there's one and only Balabas. Hashem Rishus Rabim is where everybody feels like they're the Balabas or there's no Balabas. So the Tarmudaya, those Mardim, those that rebel and feel like there isn't a Balabas. They start spending time in Rosh Hashanah, and that's how they live their life. What does it mean that you can light Ad the Kal Yorigla the Tarmudai? He says, Chsidis, like this. You have to light the Neris Hanukkah until we eradicate Kalya, we eradicate those people. That are Tarmudai, those rebels against Hashem. As we're going to see soon, that's not the only touch. One way to understand this is that the Shir of Hanukkah is, as we're saying, until you eradicate those rebels. Number two, A deeper meaning is. That not only do you eradicate, you get rid of the bad, those, those that rebel, those that find themselves in the Shus Harabim, they feel like there isn't an Abishter that they have to answer to. The deeper Taich is that Ner Hanukkah is supposed to affect the Tarmudayim, that they should be Kalya, they should lose themselves. Melashen Kalaysa Nefesh, where the Nefesh absolutely goes out and becomes included in Hashem. Neres Hanukkah affect the Tarmudai that they now are not only not Tarmudai, but they have Kalei Sanefesh. Again, similar to what we spoke about before, that Ner Hanukkah, that which is above the Ishtashlis, within the person, the Echida, has such a strong effect on Cheshech, that not only isn't it affected by the Cheshech, but it affects the Cheshech. Sifches, Alpi, Kolonel, Yovan, Hafer, Gleich, the Neres Hanukkah, Lesukes, Ulepari, Echag. Now we're going to understand another question that we asked earlier in the Maimer. And that was, what is the connection between Hanukkah and Sokis? And specifically to the bulls, to the carbon musaf that's brought on Sokis, that Bisham I say that the reason why nearest Hanukkah we diminish every day, we decrease every day, is because also the parim on, Han- uh, on Sokis, we also did the same thing. So the question was, first of all, what's the connection to Hanukkah and Sokis? And also, why specifically to the because both Sukkis and the Parim symbolize Makif. Similar to what we're talking about now, that which is above and not internalized. Sukkah, it's very obvious. Sukkah is that which is beyond the person. In very, very short Chassidus talks about the necessities of a person are mazin, levush, and bias. Mazin is that which is digested and internalized. Levush stays 
outside of the person, it's above the person, but it's still measured by the person. So it's that which is above the person, but not completely above. And bias is that which is completely above. I believe we did mention this earlier in the Mimer. So sukkis, the sukkah, is like a bias, that which is completely above the person. Shmini Atzeris, as we know, is internalizing that which is beyond the person. That which is not internalized is then on Shmini Atzeris internalized. Similar to Hanukkah, that yes, it's above the personality of the person, the ishtashlis of the person, but it transforms, it affects deeply every part of the person. The person's internal self is completely transformed by that which is above the person. And this is why these two yamim toivim are expressed in eight days, because they are eight day type of yamim toivim. The Mitzvah Aleph Zayin. Number eight is now we're adding another detail, another point, and that is that eight is. One and seven. There's seven, which is a cycle, and then there's one, which is above that cycle. But now we're going to understand more. The number eight is not just one and seven. It's one and seven together. So the above Ishtashalos affects and permeates and transforms the entire Ishtashalos. We'll stop over here, and we'll continue Ritz Hashem in the next year.